I think it's going to rain and it's going to stop. This is I Am a Griefist, a childhood cancer grief journey podcast. Oh, we were saying how this house might have had some bad juju. <laughs> Are you comfortable? You know you can put your feet up. I got your little thing where you put your I, cards. I know, I will. Yeah, so. Yeah, it has been a while. I'm just trying to settle in a little bit. There's a lot of things I wanted to show you, but I'm trying to lose my negative thoughts all over. <laughs> I just don't know how to stop it. I just feel like... Uh, well. I have something for you, though. Shit. Are you recording already? Yes. Oh. One of the things that we did and that I had it ordered, but I didn't get it until after the cruise was. Oh, cute. That's what I wanted to hand out. Right. I wanted to see what it was first, you know, because you order stuff online. You just Mm. never know what you're getting. That's true. Sometimes. Uh But it was too late. I didn't get that until I got back. I see. So you can have one. Well, we'll talk about this when we get to that point. Okay. That sounds good. But that's for you. Thank you. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mina. (gasps) We haven't done this in a really long time. I know. It feels like forever. It's been a couple months. I was... Mom, the noises! Sorry, cut it out. Jesus. Um, So, oh, God. There's Uma. Uma wants to say hello. You need to be quiet. I'm going to kick you out. (laughs) So she's leaving. (laughs) You can move this so you can see me if it's more comfortable for you. Whatever you gotta do. <laughs> it's not making much difference. You just have to get used to this new setup. Okay, so. so let's. So we have a new setup and we'll get into that because a lot has happened since we last connected. I mean, with people online because mm-hmm. we connect every day. But so. We last recorded and we wrapped up the 2021 holiday season. That was the last time we. That's crazy, huh? That was a long time ago. We're yeah. we're more than halfway into the year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, we're going to take a short break. <laughs> it was a pretty long break. <laughs> I know. But there was a lot going on. Yeah. So let's talk about a lot going on. So we started the year. I can't remember too much about the beginning of the year. Golly. So the first holiday I remember is my birthday. Well, mm-hmm. it's not really a holiday, but we went to Disney for my birthday, obviously. And that was a good time. I feel like everything worked out for us that day. I remember, like, I have some vague memories of, like, all the rides worked out for us. We got onto like, Rise of the Resistance, mm-hmm. and it was, like, group... 23 or something it was something odd where I was like oh my god so there were a bunch of signs for my birthday which was really nice yeah and it was really hard for my birthday because they made they my mom my sister and papa steve made me decide what we were going to do the entire day and I don't like making those kinds of decisions (laughs) um and so that was tough but we got through it it was like what do you want to do well I don't know what do you guys want to do but no it's your birthday you get to decide well shit I don't I want for my birthday I don't want to decide mm-hmm. <laughs> you could you guys decide anyway so that was a good time and then we went into February which was Valentine's Day and forgive Uma I can hear her crying she's 
pouting because I kicked her out. Valentine's Day, we did, I think we went to one of the baby's favorite restaurants and we just hung out. We did Mm -hmm. a lunch or dinner, I can't remember, but we did get together for that. Then in March, so March is when things took a very interesting turn, Mm -hmm. I would say. So March 27th, I believe, I think, I always get those dates wrong, was the Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation run. Mm-hmm. And I have some really, mm, I have one pretty cool photo. I'm not going to share the other ones, but the photographer there took some photos of the participants and I got a photo of me, an action shot of me running. And it was really like I did an Instagram story of the day. So I hope you were able to catch it, but it kind of just highlighted the event. I was there by myself. People, mom wasn't feeling well or something. It was Tank. Tank wasn't feeling well. And people just were busy that weekend. And so I went and my husband even, he just drove with me. He didn't really even participate. But But, but at least he was there. Yeah. And so, but it was really early. Like the run started at like seven o'clock in the morning. And it was really great um, because you know, with COVID and everything, they haven't been doing a ton of in-person events and they're sort of like reconsidering opening up things again because the numbers keep going up. Uh-huh. But it was a really great event. I kind of showcased, you know, the starting in the middle. And then there was this really, uh, this really cool thing that they did was they had like, of course, milestone markers, right? Where they either had like, Mile one, mile two, but then they had points for for like water and stuff. But then there were people points where they were cheering you on. And the the part that made me emotional was like, I can't remember what the sign said, but it was like, do it for your loved ones. And I was like, well, sure. You know, like I got emotional because it was like, well, that's why they're, I'm here in the first place, right? right. It's for my loved one. But right. it was like, they're the reason why I do many things in life. <laughs> So it was like, um, like, you don't know how much that just like hit my heart. Like, that's the reason why I do almost everything I do, like is to honor her. And if I can run and raise money so that other families can't, you know, don't have to go through the shit that we went through, like I, I can do it, but I can only do so much. I'm just one person, but we need more people to right. contribute to, you know, research and all that jazz. Right. We so, need money and awareness. Yeah. Because everybody still thinks it happens to someone else. Right. So did we. Right. And so that one was local. That one's down in Irvine, California. And so at the time I was still in L.A. So we'll get into why I'm not in L.A. anymore. But that was really, really great. It was a cool morning. It was overcast. And it was just great running weather. That was really fun. And then they had at the end, they had like, I don't know if they call it a warrior wall. Is it called a warrior wall? I think I have a picture. I'll put that up too. I don't think they had a warrior wall before. Before when we did them before? Uh Uh-huh. Probably not. I don't remember seeing one. Yeah, but I submitted the baby's name to be put up. um, And I went to the warrior wall and I took a picture, so I'll put that up too. Um, But that was like, that was cool to kind of see her up there and just to like, Cause we did that run before when she right. was he, she, when she was still here. We had a team, 
Uh-huh. And um, the family and supporters got together and we had a team that walked. Was it a walk? It was all events, right? Running and all that jazz. Yeah. 5K, 10K, whatever. We have her in a wagon out there. Yeah, because she couldn't really yeah. move too well. But we, we took her and we, we had a team for her. So getting back out there into the organization and support the organization that supports research was, right. was really cool. And what was really, really cool is I got to meet baby Jace's mama, Davina. That's nice. It was interesting. It was interesting because it was like we had been connecting. We did this Zoom. We were on. We were in COVID, and uh, but she's local, and so we had been just chatting on the side that you know we're going to be heading down there, and so I was like, I'd love to meet you. Yeah, that'd be great. And so I was leaving as she was arriving. Wow. Yeah. So I I finished my run and I sort of hung out a little bit got some water and they give you like an orange and a banana at the end. And so I was munching on that. And then I knew immediately when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, that's her. I need to go. Cause she was walking past me. I was in my car already and she walked past and I was like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go say hello. And so I was like, <laughs> I was yelling, chasing after her. And she was there for the walk. Cause she, um, she had, I guess, participated in, in them before too. And so it was nice to connect with her. I met her and I met the little one, the little hero, Jaden. I met Jaden as well and grandma. Um, I want to say baby Jesus, grandma. And it was really, really cool. By the way, she's super gorgeous in person. I mean, I could see it obviously on video, but like she's just beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was a great connection. It was really great to meet her. And see her in person. And I'm really sad that you weren't there, Mom. Well, I just was looking at the calendar. So Tank had her surgery. That's why. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. why. So Tank had another surgery, too. What happened? Well, they say when that CCL tear happens to one leg, and it was her back leg, within a year, there's a, gosh, a huge high probability that she's going to get it on the other one because she overcompensated right she overcompensates yeah, the other leg because so, the one's injured so the other one started tearing and before it completely tore uh-huh. i decided to do the surgery because she was already limping it was a partial tear at that it point it was a partial tear oh, that but sucks. there was no like oh, okay so it's gonna tear within a couple months or whatever they didn't they don't tell you that they tell you you can do it now or you can do it later mm-hmm but the surgeries are always months out because of COVID, everything got backed up and they yeah. still have that same problem where you call up today, your surgery is not going to be tomorrow. It's going to yeah. be in a couple months. So yeah. I decided just give me the first date you have available and it just happened to be in March. Yeah. So that's her excuse for why she didn't participate. <laughs> um, but Nobody it was cool. Care tank. I know. It's just me. So <laughs> I, I got to do it. Nobody thinks that. Everybody thinks she's a dog. She, she is a dog. <laughs> oh, my. But, yeah, I mean, the amount of work that mom puts in to take care of Tank at home is pretty crazy. Like, she sacrifices sleeping in her own bed to sleep with Tank downstairs. I know. Because on the she, couch. I, I, I know. It's different. That, and anybody that has a great Dane would say it. Even your dogs, you know that Fix-It is more loving to you, right? Takes care of you and... 
Yeah, Uma is more needy. We're yeah. like, I need to freaking take care of her. Well, that's how I see Tink is like, oh. Tink is just like right there all the time. Oh. She tries to take care of me. She, yeah. It doesn't matter who else is around if I walk in the room. Yeah. She, everything stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why would I not do that? She, she makes me feel like right. I'm valued. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, so March, March was really great. March was the kickoff for so much change. And let me tell you about this freaking change. Okay. So if you've been listening for a long time, you know that mom lives an hour and a half away from me. And my husband and I have been house hunting for quite some time. Like beginning of COVID, even before COVID, we put in offers on houses and we just like the the housing market was super crazy. Like the houses that we would look at would come back to us and be like, oh, yeah, you didn't get it. But there was like 40 other offers. Like, what the hell? Like, we didn't we didn't have a chance at any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so my husband's on a a, we did the VA loan because there's no down payment practically. And there's tons of benefits to having a VA loan. But sometimes in I don't know if this is just American culture, but VA loans aren't exactly the highest selling point. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes people see VA loan. Oh, it's going to take forever to close or whatever pre-existing thoughts they had about. They could be stereotypical or not, but they just they hear VA loan and they think it's going to be a hassle to to get the VA loan secure Mm -hmm. or whatever, which is dumb because it's a government backed loan. And so we were really unsuccessful finding a house. And then what was what was really challenging about that time was my husband and I were trying to figure out where to buy a house. Like we would have loved to stick in LA, but like I, for the amount of money we would be paying in LA, we would get like a maybe 10 by 10 pile of dirt for what we would get near mom's house. And Mm -hmm. so he and I had been going back and forth and we were like, you know, if we were to go back, could I work remote? Can I continue to work remote? Like there was all these things that was happening, but I was back in person working and it was just, there was a lot of things happening. And so what we were doing is we were just looking, we were just looking and sending mom to open houses and to appointments to go see homes near her because us being an hour and a half away, it was really challenging for us to get out here to see if these were things that we would even want or consider. Mm -hmm. And so how many, how many appointments would you say you went on? (laughs) But to be honest with you, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoy being nosy, <laughs> looking at people's houses. <laughs> and especially because I thought, oh, my gosh, there's a chance that she's going to move closer to me. And I thought, oh, if we could just find something, like, right next door is what I wanted. Right. But she was sending me, like, 15 minutes away was the closest, I think, 30 minutes. And it's at least closer. That's yeah. all I cared about. And it didn't matter. Yeah. Wherever it was you were sending me, it was like, okay, at least it's closer. <laughs> and that was the challenging part is because my husband and I lived um, in L.A. We lived walking distance to the beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we moved to be by the beach because after the baby had died, I felt this need to go back to L.A. to go back near the beach and just like be at the beach soak that in because she loved the beach. She did. She loved the beach, but it's also... And I've heard this before, and I think we've said it before. It's The beach is calming. Yeah. And it was, I think it was helpful in my healing. Like I, 
it was nice that people would visit um, to go to the beach, but they would only visit to go to the beach. You know, it wasn't like, hey, let's go hang out with Jack. It was, no, I want to go to the beach and, and we can go back to Jack's and use her restroom and wash up and all that stuff. It was really mm-hmm. convenient. So it was it was nice, though. Whenever we would get a chance, you know, and folks would come out, it would be it would be nice. But to see each other was a rare occasion. I would say once every few months. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a little more challenging to get out or because it is so far. Right. And traffic is still traffic. Um, it's always yeah. Been, it's always horrible. Be, exactly. Yeah. So that was part of our consideration is the cost of living out there versus the cost of living maybe near and closer to mom. You know, we grew up where mom lives. And so it was like, oh, we can go back home. But how does this going to work for work? So my husband and I had some really in-depth conversations about, you know, where we were going to eventually land if we were going to land if we got lucky to get a house. And so we actually submitted a bunch of offers. We would lose out by... $5,000, $1,000, $100,000 even sometimes in our offers, which was absurd. But if you know California and L.A., it was like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then there was this house. uh, (laughs) (laughs) There was this house that we offered on that was literally up the street from mom's house. And... Uh, we got it, and it was like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, it was crazy because the day before we were still looking at houses yes. for you. Then all of a sudden it stopped. Like we were going almost every weekend, sometimes uh-huh. during the week. Right. And I say we because your sister would come with me. Right. You know, Papa my Steve, husband Steve yeah. would come with me. Sometimes I'd go by myself if nobody was available. It didn't matter. Right. But, she would go after work. Sudden, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like. What's going on? She's not asking me to go. And then, yeah. So we let you know, like, Mm mid-April. So we were, so here's the thing. Let me back up just a little bit. So I essentially talked to Jake, Uncle Jake, and I was like, look, I don't want to rent anymore. Like, I'm tired of renting. There's no stability in it. My husband, I know, wants kids. I'm, I was still on the fence, but I was like, look, if I'm going to be taking kids any more seriously, I don't want to be in a rental. Because at that point, we're at someone else's discretion, right? We're at that point in time in Redondo, we were month to month. And so we, we didn't have like a, I guess we had an office, we could, which we could have turned into a kid's room. But at that time, I was like, look, if, if we want to even consider having kids, Um, which was really difficult for me conversation to have. I don't want to be in a rental. Um, If we're month to month, especially like she can kick us out at any time, anytime. And we would have to not only just find a place to go, but have a place for us and a family to go. And I don't want that. So that's how I sort of um, finagled my way into him agreeing to buying a house and actually finagled my way into agreeing for him to buy close near our family because I was like, look, why was what? Why did he have a hard time with? Because he loves LA and he has good work in LA. Like, not gonna lie, people are gonna pay more in LA than right. in the Inland Empire. That's true. So he would make more money, and and if his work continues out there, then he's gonna make be making the commute out there to be getting the jobs. So if and and for me too, it was a negotiation with work to go. Hey, we're moving. I'm a pretty great employee. 
how about we make this work? I'll, I'll work remote. I don't need to be in person. Like I'm not meeting anybody in person and I've been doing Zoom this whole time anyway. I'm not like front facing service. So I don't need to like be in person to do anything. How about I, I work remote? Speaking of work, let me back up a little bit though. I stopped recording because I got a promotion at work too. Remember? Mm-hmm. I got a promotion at work and really cool thing about getting that promotion was I was still doing my old job. <laughs> so I had no time. I was super stressed out. I had no time. And again, this is this podcast is something I, I do in any free time I might have on the weekends and stuff. But I had none. I was doing I was so overloaded and stressed out. It was like, no, I can't. I can't. I have something has to give. And it, and it was the podcast, which sadly, but, you know, uh, things are starting to look brighter right now related to work. But I'm still sort of doing my old job, which is pretty shit. But anyway. That's sort of why I wanted to take a break. So sorry, guys, my I was really my mental health was really stretched because mm-hmm. it was just it was so much. And mom can attest to sort of the yeah, shit I was seeing and experiencing like lot. it was uh-huh. so much. Anyway, so um, back to getting this house. So we we had been sending mom to all these open houses and we finally got like our offer got accepted and. The house that we got was literally up the street from my mom's house, but I didn't want to tell her right away because I didn't want to get her excited and anything can happen in like those first few weeks of opening escrow. And so we didn't plan it very well. Like you're supposed to give your notice to your land person, your landlady, land man, I don't know, landlord, 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 after you basically closed on your house. You don't really pay for your mortgage. Um, You pay it after you live there versus rent you pay before. So the way the timing was going to work out is they say you put in your notice after you close your rent because you won't have a double payment like on a rent and a mortgage at the same time. And so we were like, hell no, we're getting out of here, though, because our our, um, we're going to talk shit. But we didn't have the best experience really where we were. I mean, we were there for five years and overall I would say it was fine, but like towards the end, it kind of like, it was becoming too much. And I was like, and uncle Jake can attest to this. I was getting so frustrated with just being there period. And I was like, we can't, I don't want to do this anymore. And it was like, he felt the stress because I was stressed. I don't want to do this anymore and whatnot. And so it was just challenging, but it was just becoming too much where I didn't feel secure and I was like, look, we have this opportunity where we can afford a house because the the amount we were paying in rent was practically a mortgage. Right. I'm like, this is silly. We're paying someone else's mortgage. Let's pay yeah. our own. Let's invest in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we finally get this house and it's up the street for moms. I didn't tell her right away, but she knew we were looking, obviously, because we were sending her to all the open houses. Now, it got to a point where I was like, well... If we don't get this house, like something falls through the cracks, whatever in escrow, something doesn't pan out, we're going to have to move in with mom. So I was okay with that though. (laughs) But you were preparing for that. You were preparing for that and you were setting up the room and you set up the bathroom for us so that we would have a place to go. She would. I made it nice. You did make it really nice. And so she was like, you know, the dogs can come, you know, you're always welcome here. I don't like to take advantage of mom, but. It really is the best fallback because she does have a large house and she's she's willing to take the pups and there's no issues. So we called her one day, but we're in the middle of escrow and we're like, I think things are going good. Let's finally tell mom and our land person, let's give our notice to our landlady, our landlord, give notice and tell her we're moving and then call mom and tell her we're moving. <laughs> Either into a new house or into her house. <laughs> so... 
We called mom. And she was with Papa Steve, and we and she was, had already had her red flags up, going, "Well, why aren't she? Why isn't she sending me to any right. new ones?" So I right? I had an idea already <laughs> that something was going on, but but either way, I knew that once you gave your notice that if something were to happen, you were going to be living with me. So I was happy with that. Yeah. So we called and we said, "Hey, mom, we're in escrow." Uh, and she was like, which house? And we told so her, uh huh. And what did you think? <laughs> I said, that one? <laughs> <laughs> because there was... it was a, I, I'm not trying to say that it, it's, it's, it's a beautiful house. It was just, there was so many little things that we saw that I thought, okay, she's not going to go for this house. <laughs> and that was the hard part is we're depending on mom's perspective. Right. And mom's videos when she sends them to us that she's going to call out all the things that like maybe I wouldn't go for. But in the, for this one, I don't think that you guys said much. Like there were some things. Oh, Uma. There were some things. She's really upset that we're yelling at her. But there were some things that you pointed out, but they weren't like you didn't give me the hint that they weren't they were bad enough that we wouldn't want this house. No, because I don't think it was bad enough to say no to it. I just saw so many things in the other houses and I thought, oh, you're really going to like this or you're going to like this. Uh-huh. But with this house, I thought, you know what? There's there's something going on here. I don't know what it is, but it's just kind of weird that it has this. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, yes. like a, for instance, and I didn't even notice this until afterwards. Uh-huh. There was no dishwasher. There was no dishwasher, which is a totally different story. But in story. the case of a dishwasher was a wine, wine cooler. cooler. Uh-huh. But it, it's just stuff like that. Like, uh, You didn't even notice it right no, away. I, I told you that. I, I was like, You're well, right. that's weird. Why didn't they? This house is like less than three years old and they already replaced the carpet. I thought, well, that's weird. It's just only three years old. There's, there's yeah. something going on with it. Yeah. And your sister... Of course, she saw this big old photo here that she uh-huh. goes, that, why would they post that so picture? It, but, yeah. There was just so many weird things that was like. Should we talk about that photo? <laughs> sure so so they, they had an open house for this house. And usually they like, okay, typically you're going to stage a house. You're going to present the house like the best you can. You know, everything's going to be clean and pristine. Everything's going to, exactly. You're not going to have too many, you know, photos out. You're definitely not going to have your Playboys out. You know, like you're just going to have everything look conservative and clean and smell good and all this stuff. Well, the sellers, (laughs) I guess, they had a bunch of kids. They had a bunch of kids. They had a A bunch bunch. of kids. Yeah. I want to say six. Six kids, probably. And so the seller, the lady, I guess, the mom, they had, like, done a maternity photo shoot, but uh-huh. she was, like, half naked. She was in, like, Santa lingerie. Like, almost long, yeah. Yeah. And so, that and was on full display as you so go up the stairs. Huge, huge photo. So, yeah. So, and I didn't believe me. I'm, I'm all for, you know, you do you. Feeling sexy <laughs> while pregnant. Yeah, you do you. <laughs> But I just didn't. Well, I didn't even notice the picture. This is how much I pay attention. Your sister saw it. When I videoed it, though, I looked at the video and said, "Wow, I wouldn't have posted. I would have took 
I would have taken that down because that's not, I wouldn't even want my kids looking at that though. That would have been something that would have been just for me and my husband. And it was there for everybody that walked through the house. So, so it it's okay. I mean, if that's the best thing, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to say anything bad, but I don't know how that would have been a selling point to have it out there. So from that point forward, my sister called this house the Naked Lady House. <laughs> so we had gone to so many houses that when, yes, when we referred to this house, she would say, oh, you're still talking about the Naked Lady House? And I'm like, Naked Lady, what are you guys talking about? Crying my eyes. <laughs> It was it was kind of funny. And like I said, it's okay. People, you do you. But if you're gonna if you're gonna present this to the public, oh which is God. really what you're doing, you, yes. you have people that are coming in and out of the no, house. No, they're coming. And you have children coming in and out of the house. I don't know that I would have liked my kids if I would have had little oh ones going, What's going on in this yeah. picture, Ma? What's that? <laughs> what is this? Oh my gosh! It was so cute. it was a cute, cute, cute photo. Personal, perfect, personal, yeah. And I, I think that's the whole point. Is you oh don't, I don't think that's appropriate, I guess, to have. But again, yeah, this is Southern California. Yeah, yeah. There's that. So <laughs> it was funny because I had gone to moms to hang out, like, uh, in between when we opened escrow. And before we told her and I was like, so what do you guys really think about the Naked Lady House? And they were like, well, there was all these weird things about it. And, you know, kind of like it just didn't feel like the uh, Uma. Sorry. It just didn't feel like um, like the selling agent was legit. And all of that was yeah, weird. Like, there were some thought, weird vibes about I, the house. I need to look at the house, make sure that there's like, this isn't a scam somehow. Yeah. It was, it was a weird feeling that you got. And like I said, I think later on. I Jack wish I would have known why, but... that before. I mean, they mm-hmm. mentioned it, but it didn't seem like it was enough to dissuade think, us. Because we've been looking at so many houses. We weren't even You didn't sure. think we were going to get that no. one. You didn't know we put an offer no. on that one. Uh-uh. <laughs> Any one of them, we weren't even sure. So it it was like we would say, ah, it looks kind of weird, but it's still it's a beautiful house. It's yeah. a huge house. It's a beautiful house. The layout is is beautiful. Yeah. It's just little things the that vibes. you go, no matter what, you're gonna be able to fix it. And yeah. any house that you would have bought though, yeah. you would have made it your own and things right. would change. Like right, like yeah. yeah. So it's it's weird. Like even one of the weird things is like they put a slab of concrete out side like on the side of the house mm-hmm. and I was like that's a that's big enough slab just to cover a human body it's true. <laughs> and I asked her that I was like yeah what were you what were you guys gonna do with this slab here oh we were trying something out I was like oh because it's big enough just to cover up a body oh I wouldn't sacrifice myself and my kids for anything like that and I'm like you so you did probably murder somebody because you probably would have just laughed it off if you were just a normal human. But to say you wouldn't sacrifice your kids or anything like that for, for making that decision, I was like, yeah, you, you know, something, something odd around this place. There was, <laughs> I mean, so much so that we actually 
try to... Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> because, to, to be honest with you, this is, like I said, it's in a beautiful area. Yeah. Um, the, the houses around here are all It's the really same. quiet. It's, yeah. It's huge. It's quiet. It's really a nice house. It was just a weird feeling that we got <laughs> that things were just not quite right. But it, it may just have to be have a, a lot to do with just that they were trying to sell the home. Yeah, doing they'll say they whatever they yeah, need to they say, say and cover up whatever they need to cover up. Exactly. I get it, but it's still fucking shitty. Anyway, so when we called to tell mom that we were moving either into a new home or into her home, she asked which house was it, and I said the naked lady house, and she was like, oh, okay. She was excited because it was up the street from right. her house. So exactly. it's literally how long of a drive, a two-minute drive? I don't even think it takes maybe okay two minutes two minutes and then walking it's like 20 minutes yeah and it's literally walking distance like Mm. we we walk all the time now and it's 20 minute walk from my house to my mom's house which is great I don't even think it takes 20 minutes I think it does yeah we're gonna time it next time so my husband being the son-in-law was like great we get to move next to your mom (laughs) (laughs) and I was like don't worry I'm going to set some boundaries. Oh, and then, like, um, and we were talking, like, okay, who's going to get a key? And I was like, well. <laughs> you didn't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were, but it was, it's it, it's cool. Like, it, it's not bad. I just basically asked mom, like, hey, if you're going to come over, um, just let us know you're coming over. And so yeah. we can expect you. But there's, we have the dogs, too, and they free roam. And so I don't want her to, like, open the door and then the dogs rush her and then. Everybody, you know, the door stays open and we lose somebody, you know, so that was that was part of it, too. But what else did we tell you when we called you to let you know we were moving? Don't come ready because we might be trying to make a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all dang. All right. That's okay. (laughs) Okay. No. That makes sense. (laughs) No. We said something else, but it's all in line with that. What else did we say? What did you say? I said, I'm off. What? You're off work? I know. I'm off what? I was taking medication. Oh, you're off the pill. I was off birth control. Okay. So... To my yeah. listeners. But that's why I said you were trying to make a baby. You yeah. Were trying to make a baby. All right, guys. So that was my agreement with my husband was, look, I will give you a baby if you buy me a house. So Sounds he, like a good deal. I mean, <laughs> that's what, that was a hard me, deal for me because well, I didn't think he was going to get me. Well, that's why I was trying so hard. I'm like, shoot, anywhere close by here, that's cool. That's cool, but I also know that that means that you guys are working to, to have a child, and that was perfect. So that was a really difficult decision for me because I've been so adamant on, like, no, no, no. And it wasn't like, no, I don't want them. It was just like, no, I don't feel stable enough. I don't feel comfortable enough in my home to bring a new person in this mm-hmm. environment, to bring a new person. We're so far away from everybody. I know I'm going to need help. I work full time, right? So, like, it was, there was a lot of things to consider. Jake, Uncle Jake works, you know, um, all odd hours. And so, like, for us to have things align where, like, I can continue to work and I don't have to worry about childcare, like, that just wasn't going to work for us in LA. Mm-hmm. Either you were going to have to move or we were going to move, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it just, because we had already been looking for a house for a while, it was like, okay. Maybe I can make this work. Maybe we can do this. Because I'm a type A planner. Like, I have to plan everything. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why we hadn't had kids for 
10 years, 13 years, well, 10 years married this year in August. So yeah, so it, it's, it was, it was a bargain. <laughs> it's a negotiation. And so we let mom and everybody know one, we were in escrow, but two, I was off birth control. Now I partially blame Ian and Kate for that one <laughs> because, and Kelly and I had talked about this on the side too. Charlie's mama, Cal is Kate had said something um, and Kelly had reiterated it and said, you know, what Kate had said when she said, you won't ever regret having kids, maybe not having kids. I don't know if she said that, but maybe, you know, you won't regret having children. And so, so it was really just prophetic for her to, to say that. And it hit, it hit me. And so I had reconsidered, you know, because it's a big decision to have kids. But now that we have a home and we're comfortable in a home, it was easier. And so because Jake was holding up his end of the bargain, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to hold up my end of the bargain. And so we shared with you guys that we were at least trying. And I'm 37 years old, everybody. So I didn't know if this was going to be successful right away or not. Like, I know so many people that have trouble getting pregnant, have a really hard time getting pregnant and try for years. And so I'm sitting here real comfortable, like, hey, you know, we never know. Like, I've been on birth control for over 20 years. So I was like. And that concerned me, too, that you were on the birth control for so long back in the day they would say that you had to wait so long after birth control Mm -hmm. you had to be off of birth control for so long Mm -hmm. before you even tried yeah so yeah so there was a lot of things to consider but I was like well now that we're gonna have a home now we can you know take our time but we can at least you know start planning process of what that how that works and so Mm -hmm. so we started packing up we started packing up and we we're like, okay, we're doing this. We gave our, our landlord uh, the notice. And so it was official. We had to start getting our shit out. And whether, again, whether or not it was going to be to mom's or to this new house. And so we figured it all out. We got the house. Um, we closed the weekend of Mother's Day. So it was like May 5th or 6th that we got the keys. Mm-hmm. And then we moved that Mother's Day weekend. And so we were officially in a new house Yay! We're in Yay. A, we're in my office currently. So if the acoustics sound different, well, the dogs are here too. So sorry for all the animal noises, particularly Uma because she just likes to complain about everything. But you'll also hear like the air conditioning going sometimes because it's loud as fuck outside and it like buzzes and so you can kind of hear. It. Yeah, and it's super hot because it's July in in San Bernardino County and it's just like desert and hot and heat. But the good thing is we have air conditioning, which we didn't have at the beach. But anyway, so we're, we're in my office and we're in these, we're in this new setup. And that was part of it too, is I, I told Jake, you know, if I'm going to be working from home, I need to have an office and a space enough, big enough that I, you know, I can accommodate maybe the podcasting stuff too. We'd have something more comfortable than mom's sewing room, <laughs> but she's lounging right now. I got us some love sacks. And so she's lounging with her feet up on my <laughs> new setup. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Okay, good. Because we sit in these things for a long time when we record. So I yeah. wanted to get something comfortable no, for us. this is a lot better than sitting in the chair. <laughs> a little makeshift. Yeah. We made it work. We were a budget sort of uh, uh, profession. Anyway, so um, we're in our new house. So we moved. We officially moved into mom's neighborhood, basically. And that was part of the plan. We have a spare bedroom for her. She needs to stay the night if in the future we have kids 
And so, but I was like, well, why would she want to stay here? She's literally down the street. She could just sleep right. in her bed and then come up whenever she wants to. But in the middle of the night, I might need some assistance <laughs> if, if that ever pans out. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, that, that's exciting news. And sort of why we took a break too, is because, you know, all of our, um, equipment and stuff was all packed up and we had to transition into this new space. And it was just like, it was hard to get back into the headspace of doing this, but also the setup. Are we, I want to make sure we're comfortable and yeah, that was the other part. Lot, yeah, and we still have too. tons of like house projects we're trying to do, and mm-hmm. and we try to get recording sooner. But Jake was making a bunch of noise, sawing tile and stuff, and so it just it didn't. The timing was just not good. But figuring it out, we're back recording. I'm excited recording. I'm happy to be here. But that was that was really cool. Is we moved, so yeah. we moved. Yeah. Yeah, so I get to see mom all the time, literally every day. And it's kind of cool because in the mornings I'll be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to run to the store. Do you guys need anything or do you guys want to go? And I never have to go anywhere by myself, which is really nice. Um, usually when I was um, in L.A., it was be, me by myself because it was just me and Jake out there. We didn't have any family. And so it's just the convenience now. And, and I'm closer to my brother, uh, Uncle Joe, and I'm closer to my mom and my sister every day. And so we just, I don't know if we go a day without not seeing each other. Right. That's kind of crazy. Because we're either, like you said, either going to the store or walking. Yeah. So we moved in May 8th. You guys had the keys. You guys picked up the keys before we moved in because you guys were down the street. So tell us how that went. What did you guys do with the house before we even moved in? So we ended up, because there was this feeling of like, there's something weird here, (laughs) we decided that we were going to sage the house sage the house yeah we okay wanted to clear it from any <laughs> bad juju in here did you I mean, youtube and google that yes <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know you can youtube anything that's true uh we can find out i mean and i remember watching Teresa caputo did it uh-huh um and i think a lot of uh the mediums talk about saging and stuff so this we went through Open up all the windows, did the staging through, make sure all the evil spirits was out of here. Although I have to say, I thought, well, this is kind of cool because this is like the naked lady house. But at the same time, she had six kids and she was a young. She was young. Young. She was so young. I thought, well, maybe this is good because this means that we're going to have a lot fertile of babies house. in a fertile house. Yeah. So instead of calling it a naked lady house, we should have called it a fertile lady house. Oh my god! So, but I anyway. sort of, I sort of encouraged that too because my, my husband and I went to visit our friends up in Georgia. They had moved from the South Bay to Georgia because they had family out there, and so we went to visit them in October, around Halloween. And there's a we went to like one of the local malls, and we found I found like a spirituality store, and I was like, oh, mom's gonna love this kind of shit. So I grabbed her some saging stuff it won't it was like black sage and that's supposed to be for like dreams or something yes the, i said that i don't i'm not really actually a proficient in all of that. yeah I, we're getting I her proficient though yeah. <laughs> i still have to look up stuff yeah really know, so but. i bought her so a couple of things um for her her journey <laughs> but so it was ended up using that anyway. yeah we just needed to make sure i mean whatever it is that you believe in whatever, yeah you know you, you just do whatever makes you feel better about yeah. it. And it made me feel better being in here thinking that if there is something 
bad in here. I don't, like I said, I don't think anything bad happened. It was just this feeling that you got that things weren't. Yeah, there all was. The way. Yeah, I, so in all honesty, I don't feel like the sellers disclosed all they should have. No, they and didn't. we found right. a ton of stuff that was like, fuck, you know, like, oh, <laughs> we got to. Yeah. yeah, and it was just kept piling on. Right. Like, like, they didn't let us go into the one room, which was the laundry room. The laundry room. room. And then we figured out really fast why. Yeah, and that was because they had cats, and the cats just like. Like they didn't clean, yeah, they didn't clean it well, and then you you can just walk in and smell cat urine and piss, and it was like oh, and this was a brand new house, and so it was like, it was just like small thing after small thing, like it's really not a big thing, like bleach the shit out of that place, clean it up, right? But it was it was giving me a headache every time because it's that room is right outside the master bedroom or the primary bedroom. I don't think it's supposed to say master anymore. But the primary bedroom, so every time I walked out of our bedroom, I could smell it. And it was just like, oh. Anything having to do with cat piss yeah. is so, so bad for you. Yeah. It's bad for you. And on top of that, it's so hard to get rid of. Exactly. So hard. Exactly. And so it was, it was just like every, there were small things that were just challenging. Like they... For whatever reason, the the builder did um, like uh, linoleum. Is that what it is on the floor in the was, bathrooms? So I don't. Know it's that just it was like that. That, that. Oh I think no! That's aftermarket. No, because the the house next door that sold just after ours had the same flooring. Oh okay. But it's just that stuff that you peel up, and it's so stupid. And so, like, it was lifting in a bunch of places. And I told Jake, look, I don't want this stupid fucking linoleum. Let's but was put it tile. lifting on that other house? All of them. Um, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so if, I like. I say, I wonder if it was just because that's they one didn't more take thing care that of it. probably yeah. here. Could be. But, like, if the water even gets around it, it was just started to lift. So mm-hmm. anywhere near the tub or the shower, it was just starting lifting. So it was really gross. But. That was one of the main projects and the, the what I was talking about Jake was doing was he's trying to help tile things because it's just so silly to have that stupid linoleum on there. Right. Um, but again, it was just all these small things that just didn't add up. Like, this is a brand new house. How are you, like, not even taking care of it? Right. It's just so mm-hmm. silly. Anyway, so, yeah, we had discovered all these things and it was shameful. But, you know, we're back. We're back. We have a yeah. place to record. I'm excited. But so talk May about May was a difficult mom. I was gonna say because that May Mother's Day, I moved in. But did we do anything we, for Mother's Day? We just went to your house. I think so. I, I think don't that remember. Was, it's okay. I mean, the way it worked out, it was because we were doing this. This is like the best. Kid, it kept best us kid busy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So you asked. It was funny because you were like, "Hey." Um, before we moved in, before we told you that uh, we were moving or that we had opened escrow, you were like, hey, you know, do you think you can come watch Tank for me because we're going on a cruise on these right. dates? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, mom, no problem. You know, like I'll just I knew we were we were going to be moving in soon. And I was like, look, it's literally going to be down the street. I can go watch her. That's no big thing. But mom was like, you know, I know it's a hard, long drive for you. <laughs> Maybe you can stay out. Yeah, maybe you could just stay at the house and take care of Tank for me because, you know, your sister's busy or whatever. And I was like, sure, mom, no problem. But in my head, I knew, like, she has no idea we're moving and I'm just going to be on the street. I know. So it it, it actually panned out really well. I needed to make sure that she had her surgery before we went on the cruise. So all these things had to be timed correctly. She was past the time where... She had to be baby, baby, but yeah. she still had to be in her crate. And she needed medication. And just, yeah. And, yeah. And then 
And our cruise was something that a lot of it has to do with the uh, price factor. Oh, uh-huh. And it ended up being on the baby's anniversary of her death. Mm-hmm. And so I had a hard time with it, with the idea of it. But at the same time, I thought, okay, so I, I just need to accept that, you know, my husband actually didn't really think it through. Oh, but he booked I it. To, and he booked it in that time period. <laughs> and, I, and I just thought, you know what, it is what it is. It's okay. He's well it's, intentioned. It's, he just yeah. didn't. Yeah. And it and it's not like I I mean that's what I was thinking. It's not like I can't celebrate it on my own. Yeah. Um there's a lot of times that your sister has done things for the baby during that time period, yeah. but yeah. sometimes she does it including the whole family, sure. and sometimes she does it just on her own. Right. So I just thought that's fine. I'm going to yeah. I'll, I'll do So I decided Do um, you boo boo. Right. <laughs> so I decided that uh, what I was going to do for that week that we were there was hand out little duckies on the cruise. So basically there's a, it's called uh, cruising ducks on um, cruises, not specifically for the cruise line that we went on. But I, I heard that there were people that were doing that on the, cause we go with Royal Caribbean most of the time. Mm-hmm. So there were some people that do the cruising Doo-doo. ducks. Mm-hmm. What it is, is it's an adult thing basically not like it's rated x or anything like that Ew. you just hide it for the adults you hide oh. it in places this has got nothing to do with kids it's just basically you hide it in places you find it you you're supposed to post it on facebook that you found it oh um, it's like a, a treasure hunt almost like a tre- it's exa- that's exactly like it um a like hunt. a hidden mickey they say like when you go to uh-huh. disneyland and there's like a mickey statute somewhere or that's something exactly what got it, it. you post your name you put your a card on it if it has your name um and where you're from and then this way you can see where all the ducks have been and that's all cool that. so it's it is it's just little rubber duckies little yellow rubber duckies which i ended uh-huh. up purchasing but i had ordered some thinking about the baby um uh, like little princess looking things okay I, as a matter of fact that's what i gave you today was something to because it came after the cruise yeah i ordered it and it came after the cruise and so at a certain point, I just had to go buy some little rubber duckies um, because I still wanted to celebrate that way. And instead yeah. of hiding them, what I was doing was giving them to children on the cruise line. So much so, for an adult game. Mm-hmm. So it turned Creeper. into a, just a gift that I was giving <laughs> to the kids. Yeah. And it ended up being uh, a lot more rewarding. Yeah. Rewarding than I thought it was going to be. For instance, we I ended up giving it to a child that I thought was sitting on the lap of her, you know, her grandmother. So her grandmother's in her wheelchair. That's what I thought was happening. And she was sitting on the lap of the grandmother. And I gave her one and she was so excited to get it. And she asked me why she got it. And I said, because you're lucky. And this is a this is a lucky duck for you. And she was so happy. She was, I mean, the smile on her face was crazy. Later on, I saw her and it was her wheelchair. Her it was grandma, a little girl's it wheelchair? It was a little girl's Aww. wheelchair. And she was carrying around the duck. Oh, how cute. Um, there was another little girl, like, I swear to God, she had to be three or four. It reminded me of the baby, of course. And she just, as soon as she got it, she was squealing. She was like, oh, cute. Oh and I thought, oh my gosh, this is much more like I needed to walk away sometimes because it was like, 
much more emotional than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, oh, how cute, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So boys and girls, it wasn't just little girls, it was little boys and they, yeah. they seem to have appreciated a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of times when you go like cruising, it's mm-hmm. more of a, I don't know that there's a An whole escape. lot of for little kids. Yeah. yeah. So it was a, a cute little gift for, for folks, I think. And I, I had cards that I gave them, but at the end, I just threw out the cards and just gave up the, <laughs> the little... The, the cards Ooh. actually just said who we were. It had nothing to do with the baby because I was just following the rules of the cruising ducks. The game, and, yeah, know, yeah. But I just threw them out and just gave away the ducks. So. But yeah. it was fun, and Good. it was a, a nice way to do it, and I did it all week. Yeah, so, um, so she brought me this duck that's glammed out. It's got a bunch of jewels, and it's got a crown on its head, and it looks like it's a keychain. That's cool. Yeah. So um, thanks for bringing that. So you went on a cruise and because you had gone on the cruise during that time frame, my sister and I and my brother were back on land and we went to an outdoor movie theater, like a drive-in, like that old time drive-in. So we went and there was like a, I think it was the Doctor Strange movie that we went to go see. And so it was just nice to get together. And I think it was the week that we moved back. So it was like the first time for us to be like local and to be invited to something and go, I can make it this time. You know, I don't have to drive real far or stay the night at mom's or have to do anything too crazy. It was just like, oh, I can go down the street and participate. So that was cool. We went to a drive in and it was a double feature. So it was like one at eight o'clock and then one at like 11 something. And they watched both. And I was exhausted from moving. And so I was already like uh, 9.30 hit. And I looked at Jake and I was like, I'm not going to make it. (laughs) You ready to go? He's like, we can go whenever you like. Okay. But they stayed. They stayed until like 1 o'clock. And I was like, oh, no. I I left at like almost 10. I was like, I got to. No, I need my sleep. And so so that was nice to get together again and not have that long drive um, to spend time with anybody. And so that was kind of cool to sort of have the just the proximity you know and the ability just to do things on the whim like we didn't used to have because we had lived so far for so long may ended and then june comes along and i'm working remote i'm working full-time remote and we're starting to have more people come over and they're like hey i'd love to see the new house and it's so funny jake's um uncle Uncle Jake's, one of his really, really, really good friends, practically his brother, I think he actually calls him his brother, lives in the same neighborhood as my mom. And he didn't tell him that we were moving. And so we moved. But what he did tell him was that we were looking. And so when we moved, he called him up and he was like, hey, come see this house that I'm looking at. It's just down the street. So if you guys, you know, if you guys like an open house, just come see this house. And what he did was he basically just said, come to this house, to our house, and welcomed him in. And it was like, wait, this is your house? Like It wasn't yeah. even an open house. He's like, what are you doing in here? Where's the real estate people? Where's the sign that says this is for sale? And so he brings everybody in. And it was basically just him and his wife. And they came and they were like, oh, my God, yay, you're just down the street. You know, so we, we there's a lot of people excited for us to be back, you know. And so that was kind of cool. And then his friend's mom, who he's really close to, too, they were like, oh, she's coming over. Let me go pick her up and give her basically the same scenario. So they left and then came back and same thing. She's like, Jake, this is your house. Yay. You know, and so 
Um, it was just really nice to be back in your family again and, and just have, again, just the, the convenience of being able to do whatever with anybody mm-hmm. at any time now. And one of the, the other cool and big things we can share finally is sort of by the time you guys hear this, June was, was really interesting because there was a certain point of when all those people were coming over and hanging out and seeing the new house and the transitioning that I just started to feel funny. We were all going out to eat. Like it was like, oh, come over. Let's go to dinner or come over for barbecue. And nothing was really sounding good. Like I'm usually really big into barbecue and food period, but like, yeah, but I was like, no, there's something, there's something weird. Like something's going on. And so, so I was like, you know what? I'm being off birth control. And when I was, when I first got on birth control, this is TMI for any males that might be listening but I was really heavy. Um, mom helped me get on the birth control too because she had heard it helped with acne. Um, my cycles were pretty regular, but um, I didn't know what my body was going to do after birth control because mm-hmm. on the particular birth control that I had, and I went through a bunch of different types and labels or whatever. When I got on this last one I was on, I didn't have a period and it was really great. I loved it. <laughs> and so, so once I got off, I had a period, but I got an app to track it so that I knew like when my cycles were going to be. Again, I didn't know if we were going to get pregnant right away or what was going to happen. So I wanted to know, you know, like I wanted to time things. Okay, when should I be prepared, you know, to to have, you know, something start up again. Um, and so I did one cycle and everything was fine. It was within like a 30 day window or something. And I was like, okay, so let me see what this next one's going to be. Well, it never really sh- showed so there was <laughs> there was a day so um there's a conversation I had with Jake our dogs are getting old Uma's 12 Mr. Fixit's nine and um I know they're not getting any younger but I never felt comfortable in a house without a dog and so I was like really into like maybe we should get a puppy now we can train them up get them used to these dogs get them used to other dogs get them social and, um, we can, you know, bring them up during this time because it's, it's new and we'll figure it out and I have time to train and whatever. Cause I love training dogs. And so I went out to orange County to see this puppy at this animal shelter and I felt, um, the cramping, the period cramping. And I was like, Oh crap, you know, I'm going to start again. So I get to the place and I had spotted and I was like, Oh, okay. I guess, you know, I guess I'm not pregnant again. And so, like, I prepared myself because it was a long drive. It was like an hour or something. So then I came home and I checked myself, but the mechanism I was using, the product was empty. And I was like, well, that's weird because I got all the symptoms for my cycle, but I didn't get anything. And then the next couple of days, it's still nothing. And I was like, what the heck? And so I was like, you know what? I, I probably should just get pregnancy tests just to have them anyways, because we're not on birth control and we're quote unquote, trying, you know, we've been practicing for 13 plus years. Um, and so I was like, you know, let's just, let's just see what's happening. So his family, uncle Jake's family had come over and he had hot dogs and burgers, but I was feeling none of it. And I was like, well, this is weird. Maybe I should take a test. So I had ordered them from Amazon and that evening, like, it's so funny. They came in while the family was here and they had kids and um, the mom was like, hey, you want to open the boxes? And I was like, here, do you want to open this box? But I knew what one of them was, was the pregnancy test. And we didn't want to tell anybody we think we might be pregnant or anything. So I threw that one upstairs like, here, no, open this one. <laughs> here, open this one. 
And it was something like some organizer I bought or whatever. And so after they left that night, I went to the restroom and I was like, you know, I think I should, I should take a pregnancy test because, you know, it's been a couple of days and I haven't had a full cycle yet. So what's going on? And I put it on the counter and I wait and I'm like, okay, I see one line and one line's kind of faded. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know how to read these things. <laughs> and I've only been used to reading the COVID tests lately, right? And so I'm like, well, I don't know if a faded line, if it sort of means yes, right? If there's a faded line. And so I'm looking at it and I'm going, well, I don't know how to read this thing, babe. You know, like, Jay, come here. What? Come here. I don't know how to read this thing. He looks at it and he goes, girl, you're pregnant. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. No. And he was like, no, you're pregnant. And I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) And he starts to get so emotional. And I said, I immediately regret this. I killed it for him. Oh I'm the worst God. person ever. No. You just said what you were feeling and you got scared. I was terrified. This is the fertile house. I was terrified. Oh, my God. I was so terrified because I like, okay, let's be honest. I didn't think this was going to happen this soon. No. I wanted some time. There was just so much change. I was moving I was working remote, my promotion, all this stuff was happening. On top of taking the pill for so long, though. Right. People take a long time. Right. And or have trouble. And I'm 37. So the the likelihood of me getting pregnant was like, (laughs) I was hoping. (laughs) Like holding up my end of the bargain and then I actually wouldn't get pregnant and be like, see, babe, I'm holding up my end. I'm trying. birth control or my body says differently it's probably because i'm old you know sorry but we can look into these other options after we know it's not gonna work after 10 months you know like (laughs) but no i had i i had one cycle and the pregnancy test said positive and i was like oh my god freaked out my husband was so emotional he's so excited and i'm like oh fuck So, uh, yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'll just take another test in the morning because I don't know what this faded line means and see if it's any different because they say you're supposed to do it with like a morning pee or whatever. And so I did that and it looked the same as the other one. I know. And it confused me because it was faded. And because, again, I have to wear glasses. Not <laughs> I didn't even see the faded line. I'm like, I don't know what this means. Yeah, so what basically, that's what she did is show me exactly. So, there's so everybody understands what we were looking at. There's the control line that's basically supposed to be colored no matter what, and then there's the pregnancy line that will either show a positive or negative. So, uh-huh. either it'll, it'll either show or not, but one line will always show. Uh-huh. And so, the one line that was faded was the control line. Uh-huh. The pregnancy line was a hard yes for me so on I, both. Right. So she was trying to explain <laughs> that to me. And I kept hearing the control line will always be there. So I'm thinking that the one that I'm looking at was the control no. line. And you're like, no, Ma, the control line is this the one. The faded and one. I go, well, uh-huh. then something's wrong with this test. This, one, this is the wrong one that's showing. Yeah. So maybe you're reading it wrong. Exactly. And that's why I asked Jake to come up because I was, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why is like one faded? Pregnancy? 
Right, no, I got the wrong test. <laughs> Obviously, I, I'm not up to age and getting uh-huh. the digital the one. I know, I know. I didn't get the more expensive digital one. It's just me being cheapy because now it's, I have this fucking okay, mortgage. Right, and it's okay. <laughs> so, it's okay to do that. Yeah. It's just, just because the ease of seeing the results, right, I guess. Right, right. Because I was expecting the two lines. Yeah. And only saw the one because the other one was faded. Exactly. And... Because what you were explaining didn't make sense to me. Like, no, there's supposed to be a line. That's the right line. Yeah. It's supposed to at least have the one line. Where's the other one? Right. Yeah. So. Why are you showing me this thing when it clearly doesn't show that you're pregnant? I know. So, of course, I'm freaked out. Yes, guys. By the time you hear this, I'll be, what, like 12 weeks pregnant? Oh, my God. We don't know what it is yet, but I will definitely keep you posted. But, yes, I'm pregnant. And. Holy shit, this like, is happening. Yes. <laughs> yes, like I said, the fertility lady house here. So. <laughs> oh my God. So I had, we had to tell the family, of course. I told mom first. I told her to bring something over and I told her. And then we just, oh, Uma. We told Uma. She obviously is not happy. She's not excited for us. <laughs> She's happy. Huh? She's happy. Everybody no, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna show a photo, and you'll see. She's just like, ugh, in this photo where we share with everybody. But um, but yeah. So we had to tell the family, so the family knows. Um, most of the family, we haven't done like a big announcement yet. Uma, relax. Hey, hey. So anyway, so this is our announcement that we're pregnant. We're expecting, and. We'll keep you posted as things go. And people keep asking me, like, are you excited? And I keep saying, no. (laughs) I won because I didn't realize this was going to happen so soon. Two, I know what I got into when I agreed to doing this. But again, didn't think it was going to happen so soon. But three, because I'm feeling like shit. Um, I'm nauseous all the time. I have food aversions. And I'm for me being a foodie and wanting to eat everything. Smells get to me. All that stuff. And so, like, I think once that subsides and I'm able to, like, I'm able to get back to doing normal things, I'll I'll feel more excited about it. And again, once we know that everything's okay and everything's Mm -hmm. moving along smoothly, I'll be more excited. But right now I'm still feeling very, like, in that unknown space again. Is this everything going to be okay? Are they going to have a head? Is it going to have feet? You know, like, Mm -hmm. it's just... So much change happening all at once. And so it's a little bit overwhelming, but I have a great support system nearby and explains why we've been walking every day because I need to keep my exercise up and make sure that I'm moving and active um, and staying healthy mm-hmm. um, to the best of my abilities because, you know, I'm a junk foodie too. And so I enjoy like really bad chips and stuff yeah. and hot Cheetos, Davina. Um, and so, and so, yeah, so again, I sort of blame Ian and Kate on this one. So thanks guys. And, and Charlie's mama Cal. And, and honestly, like this is, this has been such a crazy time. Um, but I'm really excited to share this journey with you all. And I can only anticipate that these recordings, these episodes are going to be full of tears and emotions because that's, I'm already feeling it. I watch stupid commercials and I'm like super emotional. (laughs) It's stupid. But yeah, we'll keep you posted as things go along. But um, mom, welcome back. I'm I'm excited to, 
Yeah, I'm excited to get back out there, um, get more stories on here and get our baby's stories told. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be doing an event soon. Um, I invited mom. We're going to be going to a local walk and just sitting at a booth and just talking to people and just sharing our story and hoping that we connect with more families. And if there's others affected um, by this by childhood cancer that want to share their story with us, we're happy to have them. There have been a couple of people that have reached out to us while we've been sort of silent and said, hey, I hope you guys are doing great. Or, you know, we can't wait for a new episode. When's a new episode coming out? Thank you so much for, for sticking with us and allowing us to get this time together and, you know, figure out what we're doing with yeah. life in general. So thank you for your patience. We, we always said if, you know, we're helping one family that will continue to do this. And, and you guys reaching out just reiterated like this, what we're doing is really impactful and has helped you. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for checking in on us. We are okay, obviously. (laughs) More than okay. Um, We're, as mom says, um, it's hard for me to say, but we're blessed. We're we're doing some really exciting things and we're getting back out there. So I'm really looking forward to what this year has for us. And again, we're going to be on a a local walk um, to connect to other families. We want to continue to sort of put ourselves out there and just share what we have to offer so if you're if you're local and you can and you can stop by, we'd love to see you and say hello. Mm-hmm. We'd love to meet you. Um, but I think that's gonna be it for this one, Mom. Anything else you want to share? Any new exciting news, Grandma? No, not really. I think just the the fact is grief is still grief. Yeah. We still think about the baby. We still have our lows. We yep. still honor her. It's just we have life. We have just don't forget that. I guess that we still have to live and honor our loved ones. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, this is a way of doing that. Oh, and did I, I didn't I didn't tell them the best part. What's the best part? When am I due? Oh, we are due cuz I think this is going to be a family event on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. And you guys know that we've talked about Valentine's Day over and over and that being one of yes. her favorite holidays. So it just seemed apropos. Yeah, it was just, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy when and they were like I told the them when the last uh uh-huh, when my last menstrual cycle was and she's like, "Okay, you're due February 14th." And, and I was like, like, "Huh? What? What did you What? Know? <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. That's so appropriate to be honest with you. I mean, just the fact that it's a it's an act of love. Yeah. It's an it's a it's It was definitely couples, an act of love. But it was Just it was one of the last holidays we were able to celebrate with her too. Yeah, but it was this for me was a way for her to show that she's still with us and she's now like she's seeing what's happening and this was her way to to tell us that she's still around and like when I heard February fourteenth I looked at my husband and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I lost it. Right. I absolutely it lost it. Meaning for absolutely, us. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. So and it, it just was... keeps us connected. And it was just like her little like hello from heaven. And I'm just like I'm in awe. I would love to give birth on the 14th. I'm hoping everything goes well. I know that you know I'm still in a fragile state, but just to know, just to know that she's sort of still sprinkling her yeah. magic and her love it to us. The fact that they gave us that date, yeah, and it and it wasn't like we were asking for it. It's no, not like anybody knows that that would have been no. like so important. No, I mean, we know what that means. Yes, but for us, it meant something different. Yes, so it it was. It's just again, it's just apropos. It's not. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. It's not. 
I, yeah, I firmly believe that. I know. The coincidences, do we really believe in coincidences? I don't know. That one, not so, so much. Not so much. Uh-huh. That one was, was really powerful. And I'm going to forever remember that and put that in my little, like, journal of, yeah. of crazy that's happened. Anyway, so we're going to wrap this one up. Man, I can't believe I forgot to tell that part. <laughs> <laughs> but, Mom, it's been such a delight having you back. And this being so much easier to happen, you know, to take place because you're here. exactly yeah. and we can make this happen more often. Yeah. But thank you. No problem. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch you, I think, on the next one. See you on the next one. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.